Hello, everybody, and welcome back to 321Go. My name is Ben Barber. I am your host for this show, and we are talking on this podcast about uh, and to people that are making their dreams come true, making things happen, getting up and and doing it, you know, not not letting uh, fear or complacency or any of that stuff stand in their way. They're they're out there and they're chasing their, their dreams and they're following their heart. And, um, I, I love it. Those are the people that I want to talk to and that I want to, you know, have around, uh, whenever possible. And today I am thrilled to be chatting with, uh, Nolan Miller. He is a country artist, uh, right outside of Nashville. And actually, uh, I got introduced to him through my cousin, which, which was even more wonderful. Um, and he's going to be playing for us, uh, for the Rock the House fundraiser on February 5th to support the Ronald McDonald House Charities of New England, all the way from Tennessee. So welcome, Nolan. How are you? Ben, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the show. It's such an honor. <clears throat> Thank you for being here. Um, so tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, you're a you're a country bluegrass artist. Uh, you You write you perform, you are a gigging musician. Um, you're a father, like, you know, give me a, give me a little bit of who you are and what you do. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, when, when you're down here in music city or right outside of it, uh, for my case, you kind of got to be a Jack of all trades, you know, just being a, just being a guitar picker is not going to get you very far. Cause you know, probably the guy that's working uh, at the grocery store or the gas station is probably a better picker than you are. So it's like, that it doesn't get you far enough these days you got to um you got to do you got to kind of you know and round it off a little bit and i do that with the songwriting and the uh, the gigs and everything like that so yeah you kind of got to be wear many hats uh, outside of nashville but but man just living the dream i guess as you'd say and just having a great time and i've seen a lot of the educated guests you've had on your on your show so far i'm glad you're kind of well rounding your audience a little bit <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna pull up pull in some of the knuckle draggers this week coming to you live from the pickup truck here so <laughs> well i i uh I, I i disagree with that assertion about you um but I, I i love it so yeah so you are from um clarksville tennessee or you're in clarksville tennessee right now which is uh i i love it there i've been several times uh as I mentioned earlier, I have family that lives there. Um, and, uh, and you know, you, you were introduced to me through my cousin, Gary, uh, who it, that might be the first and only time I've ever called him Gary in my entire life. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bubba bub. Um, and, uh, so what is it like being a gigging musician in Clarksville right now? In addition to, you know, when you, when you venture out the, the long trek, the 40, minute trek to nashville um what is the what's the the gigging musician bar scene look like right now down there well it's um it's kind of different everywhere you go and whoever you ask you know you can get a lot of different a lot of different takes on it my take personally is that uh there's a lot of you know the the pond in clarksville is growing i would say so like there's there's becoming there's there's definitely more fish in the pond here and everybody's everybody's you know trying to trying to sink their teeth in and get the gigs but it's just uh, we got a great scene going man there, there's music um quite a few nights a week and several places doing it so uh, the, the more the merrier man you know we're always encouraging clarksville uh could really reflect nashville a little more with the music scene so i'm glad that's finally starting to take off as it seems like it has because being so close to nashville you really 
a lot more people should have heard of Clarksville that haven't, I feel like. So I'm glad we're uh, finally getting on the map a little bit and got a little music scene going down here. So it's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I will be on the last train down. Uh, to, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is a terrible joke. Uh, I, I picked it up there. <laughs> thank you. Um, so what, uh, you know, where did you, I've, you've recently, you've recently joined TikTok. Um, and I've watched a bunch of your, uh, of your songs on there. There's a lot of short, funny, uh, songs that, that I found, um, very, very funny. You, uh, where do you get, like, do you enjoy, um, adding humor to your music or is that, uh, you know, just tell me a little bit about humor and music and, and what you, what you write and what you cover. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a fan of the, uh, you know, the lighter, the lighter hearted things, the light side of things. It's, uh, the glass is kind of always, um, I try to make the glass half full in my opinion, you know, like I, I say at some of my shows, I'm like, I don't care who you voted for somewhere out there. There's a kid named Brandon that thinks everybody's going for him. So that's great. You know, it's like just stupid little dad humor. I like to throw in there and it's just, uh, yeah, I'm a lighthearted guy. And I don't, I don't, I definitely don't take myself seriously. I try to take the music seriously, but I, I do not take myself seriously. You know, there's just there's enough people around Nashville doing that. So I, I realize that I'm not the next big thing. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm flirting with the uh, I'm getting out of the category of young emerging artists. So now that we're leaving that behind, it's like, man, let's just have a good time and um, let's have fun with it, because that's that's what I'm in it for. You know, when it quits being fun, I'll quit doing it. But, you know, for right now, we're just having a blast. And, yeah, I love to incorporate. Uh, humor into things and i'm a huge comedy fan on top of it you know stand up for a second you're you're good okay yeah but i was just saying you know with the with the history of stand-up comedy in nashville too it's definitely a, a catch-22 yeah absolutely um what is your like what what are your goals like where do you want to be with music in five years what do you want to be doing what well, are you working towards what am i working towards to be honest with you ben i'm i tell people this all the time they like to say they like to say how do you remember all those lyrics or how do you how do you know how to play the instruments or whatever and i really try to tell them it's because i'm really not much interested in anything else i'm not really good don't ask me to like fix your fence you know i'm not good for much else so I, really i'm just trying to focus on my craft and if one day i could take that to a full-time living um you know right now I'm, I'm definitely working for a different company i'm in their truck right now so full disclosure i won't even tell i won't even mention who that company is for, for the sake of keeping my job but no, I definitely would like to just eventually uh, be a full-time musician on the uh, semi-professional level. So that would be great if I could, you know, pay the bills and maybe maybe have a left, left, little leftover for a new guitar every now and then. I mean, I'd be set. I think that that's, I, th I think that that's like really important, right? Like how we define success is, how everyone defines success is different for who they are, you know? And, and I think that like, I think that for, for far too long, um, that's, you know, we looked at outward success and we looked at what other people viewed as that and what other people had. And you know what I mean? Like if you weren't, 
if you weren't Garth Brooks or Tim McGraw or um or George Strait or somebody, then you weren't like you know then you could be doing better and you could and like and and in reality you know like if you can provide for your family, there are so many musicians out there that are um that are living and working and happy and doing their thing. And they're not, you know, that they're maybe not selling out every, every night of the week um, or, you know, doing these big arena shows, but they don't, yeah. they don't need to be. And, and, um, and there's room, right. There's room for everybody. Like you just said, uh, like you're, you know, you're really hoping and you're, and you're glad that you're seeing that Clarksville's growing and becoming more of a music scene. That's, that's really how it feels um, in the, I live in a small town up here called Westerly. It's kind of small. And, um, and uh, it's like, we have this one little downtown section and it's become like known as this music town. And there was a great, uh, there was a great scene at this, at, at, at a couple different places and, and more people have come in and like, it's, it, you know, the more the merrier is a wonderful atmosphere to have. Like, the world is abundant and just because you make money off of music and, and can support your family doesn't necessarily mean that like Joe down the street can't do that, you know? No. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you you have a lot of different opinions uh, around Tennessee and around the whole country about uh, what, what country music actually is and what it isn't. And I'm more of a traditionalist. Uh, if you've listened to some of my stuff, it's, it's obvious most, you know, I try to write songs that sound older than me. And if I cover a song, it's probably older than me generally most of the time. But, but that doesn't mean, you know, if they called me tomorrow and, and said, we're going to hire you to, to write some of this radio country, I'd be the first one that would jump on it. I don't let anybody tell you no different. You know, they can hate on it all they want, but they just jealous of that money, baby. So I'm like, I'm a traditionalist guy myself, but it, it's, country music is country music and I, I can i can appreciate every bit of it so that's uh you you get every every flavor of it around here in tennessee and, and that's becoming more of a nationwide thing i think that yep um country music is being accepted you know nationwide on so many different levels with so many different flavors to it so it's um, a lot of chefs in the kitchen right now but it's a good thing yeah i think um you know i think that there's like a there, there was like a negative connotation to um certain like crossover artists, you know, like whether that be obviously like the biggest ones that um that come to mind for for female country artists were you know Taylor Swift and Shania Twain who started out country and then went pop and then like you know obviously yeah. Taylor's like a pop superstar now, but like where's the where's the line of that? And the 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 truth is that more people listened to country music after, after that. And then, and then found, you know, Waylon and Hank and, and, and older, yeah. um, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, and it's a nice, so anything like rascal flats and Florida, Georgia line opened the door to people to listen to, 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 to new stuff. And um, I think that's fantastic. And also, you know, Nashville may be like, the pinnacle in the world for uh writers for you know for for somebody that wants to write music and can write music for someone else um there are so many wonderful success stories of people like making full-time full-time careers out of that obviously and then 
uh, and then sometimes becoming, you know, big stars themselves, like uh, Chris Stapleton, for example. Oh, know? man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So and, and he kind of in the same way that that I was saying that people like to say sell out or whatever, whatever you want to throw around. But but, you know, he was writing top 40 country while he was the lead singer of a bluegrass band. So, I mean, he, yep. his top 40 hits are what uh, financed his opportunity to be in bluegrass, because I don't. I don't know how much you know about the bluegrass industry, but you got to be pretty dang big to be making a living still picking them strings, you know. So it's like you got to have a, you got to have a more couple more tricks in the hat. And man, Stapleton's got it all. And a lot of bluegrass traditionalists didn't like the raspy uh, the raspy voice of his. But man, the steel drivers, you know, now they go down in history, and it's just uh, yeah, one of those things. We actually Stapleton played a bar in Clarksville or a couple of them a few years ago, and. So yeah, he, he uh, I won't say cut his teeth because he obviously was was already he was already well past that when he played to Clarksville. But you know, we we do get a couple songwriters in town every now and then, so that's very cool. Yeah, I I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to come back someday soon and um and and hang out and uh, you know so it's it's always a lot of fun down there. Um, I I tried to you know we went down in in uh, I think the last time I was there was 2010. And for the next like three years, my, my best friend is a musician. And for the next three years, we were like, you know, that's the, that's the move, right? Like, don't move to Nashville, move to Clarksville. And then you can live like a normal life. And then you can go do, you know, you, you know, you don't need to have the overhead of living in the city and, and making all of that. And, you know, you can actually pay to get, uh, get paid to play instead of, <laughs> instead of doing everything for exposure. And, and, you know what yeah. I mean? It's a good system. It's a really good system. No, it is, man. I'm all about it. You know, I wanted to live in Nashville for a long time, but it, uh, the more you look at it, and especially once you have kids and you're raising a family, it's like there's really there's really nothing wrong with being 45 minutes outside of town, and it's right there if you get opportunities to jump in. But, but yeah, man, it's um, – yeah, I think it's definitely the move, and I'm happy with it. <laughs> That's the dream. Like, so that was the dream in, like, the 40s and 50s and 60s when everybody was moving to New York City – it was like, you know, you want to make it in New York city so that you can move out of New York city and move to yeah. the suburbs and, and then go into work and stuff. So like, you know, living 45 minutes out of, out of the city is, uh, is, is fantastic. Also, I was amazed by how easy of a ride it is into the city. Like it is, it is like just flat, simple highway. Um, you know, not very crowded, not very congested. And then the sit Nashville is like, Nashville is my favorite city I've ever been to. It's so it was so clean and so uh, hospitable, and everyone was nice. And there were you know so many great bars and so many yeah. great um, things to go do and see. Like I I can't say enough good things about Nashville um, and Tennessee in general. Uh, absolutely loved it. So where can people listen and find your music? Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I'm doing the whole uh, the Facebook thing, Nolan Miller Music on Facebook, YouTube, now TikTok uh, with your with your guidance. So I'm now on there. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Anywhere I my, uh, spell it a little different, N-O-L-E-N, Miller Music. So that throws a lot of people off. They try to put an A in there. But uh, yeah, that's me pretty much anywhere. And uh, I try to post stuff, you know, pretty regularly. I try to keep an online presence because you got to... You got to you got to do what the kids are doing these days. So th so that's the game plan and uh, making it work. Yeah, I have to say that uh, very few people, um, 
very few people jump on the things that uh th- that I suggest to them as quickly as you did. <laughs> um the <laughs> so so uh so so my cousin connected us and said um you know Which, I got a buddy who's yeah Go that's ahead. the old that's the only way to meet somebody in Tennessee by the way is your your cousin oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. introduced <laughs> yep that's classic. absolutely yeah. absolutely and most people that my cousins introduced me to I've said no no I'm I'm good thanks <laughs> um yeah but, he's introduced me to a couple of them too <laughs> yeah 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 he doesn't have the best taste but this one worked out <laughs> um. So I, yeah, so I was like, so, so I listened to your stuff and I was like, oh, that's, that's amazing. And then you and I chatted for, for a few minutes and I was like, you should get on TikTok and you should post like multiple videos a day on TikTok of, of you, you know, singing the, the, the chorus or the hook of your song or whatever. And then like, literally, I don't even know if it was the next day. It might've been like. I don't I don't remember when it was, but it was it was within like 26 hours, 24 hours. Um you sent me a screenshot <laughs> of of your of your TikTok and and you had already posted like eight videos and every day I, I go on and every day on my for you page is a new is a new Nolan Miller video or two. So kudos and I can't wait to uh see that blow up. Yeah, man, hats off to the Shout out to Madison Miller too for helping me out with that because I'm uh, no interest in it, but I'm glad that it's helping. You know, I'm, I'm if it were up to me, you know, obviously most musicians would tell you they'd strictly, you know, uh, write songs and play them all the time, but that's just not the world we live in anymore. So I'm glad that I no. can, uh, glad that I got got good good friends and family to help out with such things. Do you feel? How do you? Because the world, the life of a musician is constant self promotion. If they actually want to, you know get their name out there how do you feel about about uh promoting your music like uh you know it's something that it's something you got to do but i never understood when i was a kid i would hear things like you know someone hires someone else to do their social media or someone hires someone to do their promoting and i never understood that i'm like why would you hire somebody to do something you could do yourself uh, until I grow up and I'm an adult and you re- you realize there's just not enough hours in the day. Like if you want to, if you want to be good at something, then it, it, you have to respect the craft. And that's something that I'm really passionate about is that I'm not one of these guys that, and, and no offense to, to these guys, that's fine, but that learn, you know, they learn a few chords and that's really as far as it goes. And they just want to post, 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 post. And I'm more of a, I'm a really technical guy. Like I respect the craft, you know, I want to be, I want to be really great at it. So for me, it's just hard to focus on learning, learning instruments at the same time you're trying to learn how to be a songwriter. And then they're like, Oh, by the way, you also got to be a web guy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like when a comedian, as soon as a comedian makes it, they're like, uh, can you act? Can you do a sitcom? And you're like, but I've, I want to be a comedian. You know, I just, I just want to play music and write songs. I don't want to be a web design guy and all this, but I get it now, but it's just, um, it, it, it's more user-friendly and convenient than it's ever been. So, you know, there's really nothing to complain about. I'm not complaining. I'm just complaining. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I, I completely understand. I mean, I have a, you know, like we do, we, I literally own a social media marketing company and um and tomorrow morning i have a a meeting with someone to um manage our social media 
like because yeah because there's because there's so much of it right like and if i'm and if i'm doing the things that i'm suggesting for other people and that we do and that we do for clients and whatnot like it's it's hard like the i'm the last person who's who's um whose account gets serviced and i'm spending all of my time editing for other people and doing all of this stuff for other people and like it got to the point now where we're like okay we need an admin you know, we just need an admin to not like the personal stuff. Like I post a lot of personal stuff or like, you know, like the copy, like what I actually say, that's all sure. going to be me. But like, you know, the podcasts and stuff that we do, like I'm doing like six podcasts a week now. And, um, and like those just need to be scheduled. Like, right. so we're, 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 you know, getting that process down and stuff. Cause it's a full-time job just to, just to figure out how to post everything and when to post it and, oh, where yeah. to post it and what to say. And, you know, so now we have processes and spreadsheets and like, like, uh, like right now, for example, right, this, this interview with you that we're doing, um, as soon as this is over, like I, you and I are recording this. And as soon as this is over, we have a Google sheet that I fill out and it's, and it's like your name, your title, the title of the episode, some things that we talked about that I thought were cool and a description of what I think of it. And then that goes to the post-production specialist and they, uh, and, and they take my words and then, you know, do that. And they'll, they'll find like pieces of what you said and we'll cut it out and we'll post that on TikTok and, and Instagram and stuff and, and make little quotes of it and stuff. Cause there, that's two hours for every one show that took yeah. 25 minutes to do. It's just, it's just crazy. And, uh, and that's what we do for other people. And I was finally like, all right, I should probably have someone to do this for me too. Like we might as well just have the same people that are doing it for other people do it for me, do it for yeah. me. And I already love it. So I get it. I get it. You want to write songs and, and play and you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the gist of it. But I, at the same time, it's like, I'm, I'm a bigger fan. I think of putting out less content, but it being a more complete product than, just 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 banging them out every day and maybe there's maybe it's not done yet but you know it's it's the same you just got to find a happy medium because it's you know if you if you can't stay relevant they're going to find something else to listen to and i've definitely uh, found that out the hard way several times <laughs> so you know excuse me so you know what you do is um you show them the process so when you don't want to uh but when you don't want to put out a piece of unfinished stuff because you're an artist right like you're an artist. If a song's not ready, don't like, you know, you don't have to post it. You don't have to, you don't have to post anything that you don't want to post. Sure. But if you're, um, you know, and your wife who's more, uh, adept to TikTok, will will we'll get this. Like if, if, you know, if there's a video of you sitting writing and there's no, like, it's just you plucking, you know, that can, you don't have to, that can be like 10 seconds, five seconds, whatever it is with text on the screen that says like figuring it out <laughs> yeah, uh, or yeah. like a new one. And you know what I mean? And sharing that instead mm -hmm. of going like, oh, I wrote this song 30 seconds ago. Here it is. Hope you like it. I don't know if it's yeah. finished yet. You know? So it's, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch your growth on there. Um, while, while you explore like, um, how to share the artistry that you've been working on for so many years anyway. And, uh, and I think it's going to really help and I, and I can't wait to watch it. So thank you for that. And thank you for, um, for being a participant in our, uh, fundraiser for the Ronald McDonald house charities of new England yeah, uh, this, this Saturday, February 5th. I really appreciate that as well.
no, absolutely. Really excited about it. Um, any, anytime you get a chance to do something for a good cause, it's like, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a bigger reason to be doing this than myself. So that's great, man. I'm, I'm all about it and, uh, happy to be invited to it. So thanks for the invite. Thank you. Make it happen. Absolutely. All right. Nolan, thank you. I appreciate it. Well, uh, everybody can find your contact info and all of your social channels and where to go see you if they're in Tennessee um, in the description of this podcast. Uh, thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Hey, man, sounds great. Thanks again, Ben. Have a see good you. one. You too. What an amazing guy. Nolan Miller, Nolan Miller Music. Check it out everywhere. Um, thank you, bub. You did a good job this time. Uh, and, uh, and I can't wait. And you can check him out also on the Ronald McDonald house fundraiser. That is February 5th from two to 10 PM Eastern. Um, we're really, really excited about that. So please check that out and support uh, a wonderful, wonderful cause. And until next time, this is three, two, one, go, go make your dreams happen. See ya. <music>